1195 Coleman's Independent Radio. The name of that group is Maniskin, and that's called The Loneliest. I've heard that song probably a dozen times now. I really kind of like it. Never would have thought that it was Maniskin. I mean, I think I've heard one or two songs. I mean, what kind of name is Maniskin? Anyway, who knows? 401, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Coleman's Live 95.5 WRJMLP Coleman, where it is time for... They screamed it, but I didn't turn on their microphones. But they're on now. Oh, well, I remember a couple of guys had a show in Birmingham. Maybe one of them works. Maybe one of them doesn't. Yeah, it could be. Happy Happy Hal Burns. He and a friend of mine, Hoyt Henderson, had a show on the radio. And everybody, we want to sing. They do, you know, these on spots and all that stuff and he'd uh, invite them up bring your guitar and all that and uh, he'd turn their mics on and they'd sing their heart out and everybody out in the audience and clap and he'd say very good very good and he'd go on with his advertising and the next time somebody wanted to sing he'd say come on up he'd run about five minutes of commercials or talking about the place where he was and he's out there singing their heart out nobody hearing them <laughs> Radio hadn't changed a bit in 50 no, years. No, <laughs> no, not much anyway. No. But uh, another elephant? No, we're going to beat the same elephant again. Yeah. Uh, Jay was talking about his group. Uh, one of my favorite singers died this week. Yeah. Gordon, Gordon Lightfoot. Lightfoot. Yeah. yeah, one of mine too. Soft. Do, do you hear about the the special uh, dedication memorial service that they had for the Edmonds Fitzgerald, and they they added one more crew member this time, and it was Gordon Lightfoot. Wow, I think I read that. Yeah, or I dreamed it. One or the other. Amazing. Uh, several things. Several things. Uh, they they came out. They county. Yeah. Came out a couple of weeks ago, and they had their truckload of asphalt <laughs> and their shovel and their two people, one shoveling and one tamping. And I went home, and I thought to myself, well, here we go again. Why did you say that? Because they do that about every three or four months, and, and as sure as they oh. do that, it's going to rain. The rain's going to wash the asphalt out of the hole. And it's going to be just like it was before they wasted all that time, effort, and money to put the asphalt in it. Well, how could they fix it? Well, you could strip it off and cut it and, and you know, put and do in the a whole patch. section. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I saw that on, on the Internet, how, how they can fix roads instead of filling in holes. You well, make the hole bigger and wider, and you make it square. Oh, well, did you forward that link to... <laughs> <laughs> to the sit county. That's the county. Yeah, it, was, it doesn't do any good. It's <laughs> well, like if they like me, something. they wouldn't know how to open it. <laughs> and I'm, 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 yeah, I'm still mad about my driveway. I, I find I, I yeah. talked to the county, and I talked to the county, and and I, I talked to the the, uh, the 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 county commissioner, the chairman of the county commissioner. Wow. In the barbershop one day, and I didn't want to embarrass him too bad, so I kind of took it easy on him. And I said, you know, my daddy tried to get something put across that driveway, and he never could, and that was 100 years ago. He said, (laughs) well, maybe not that long. 
But he finally said, I'll get the guy to come out there and look at it. And he came out and looked at it, and he said, well, we can put in 100 feet of pipe. Oh. Now, that's five 20-foot sections of black right. pipe at 230 dollars a pipe. And wow. I had to buy the pipe. Well, I just I felt, <laughs> I felt really happy that if I was going to buy the pipe, he'd put in 100 feet. Right. Well, he didn't put in 100 feet. He put in 60 feet. I have two driveways there, and he put 40 feet on this side and 20 feet on that side. Maybe, okay. Maybe, you know... And then he put another 20, so I had 40 on this feet. one and 40 All on this together. one. All together. And right between the two driveways, and he took my mailboxes up, and, and he told me when he got through, he said, now you have to put your mailboxes back up yourself. And I thought, well, it's okay. I'll go buy a bucket or two and put stuff right. in and stick them there. But they're right, right in the middle of them. The between two driveways, the driveways. Between the driveways is about 20 feet, and... I got extra pipe. I needed to do it. And I couldn't figure it out. Why would he do that? Well, after a couple of rains now, I figured it out. It's to drain that water out. Yeah, but there was some hard rock in there. Oh, okay. And I thought, how liking and motivation is that? Yeah. And now it's running on this side of the pipe. And it's washing it out, and then it's walking, going through that, and it's washing out the other side. And I can't keep the mailboxes sitting up. So I thought, you know, that is just absolutely asinine. I didn't get the nine in there, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you did put it in there. Yeah. Well, that's. Uh... So why why would you why would you do my driveway like that? Number one, number two, why do you keep wasting money throwing asphalt? In holes in the road. <laughs> instead of moved. fixing the road yeah, once and for all. It. Why do you well, you know, I'm not that? I'm not the person to answer the, either You're of those questions for you. Well, no. I've, I've done some research on that, and, and the Internet has answered that for us. It's that they can afford to patch it with the asphalt, but they can't afford to fix it the correct way because apparently all of that uh, tax money that's being generated from the, the gas tax is, is not apparently generating enough money to fix fix anything did well, i say yeah, that right okay uh, yeah. yeah that that and mm. and and where you get there is people don't understand the higher you raise the taxes the less people are going to spend therefore you're going to end up with less money than you were the other way and and with right. inflation everything's going up and people are not spending much as much money but you ought to be getting about the same because if if the price because of the, the item taxes. goes up the taxes yeah. are going to go up people are they are so economically depraved that it's pathetic. But I'm going ignorant, to ignorant. prove you wrong, though, because what I have witnessed is there's so many people moving in that the tax base is increasing by so much because so many more people live here, there's still a lot more money coming into the tax you know, base. Oh, I, I totally agree with that. And but, I, uh, I still think they're having a real hard time finding a way to spend it all. Yeah. But, well, no, I, I'm sure that, you know... <laughs> yeah. Any any politician hope. has no trouble spending no. your money. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> I don't doubt that there's more money there, but the way they get it and and come up with ideas as to hey, if we if if we are in an inflationary spiral, 
people are going to try to spend less, but they'll spend more, and the taxes will go up till people get to where they don't have any money. Well, you know, you know this. That just reminded me of uh, something that just finished not long ago, and that's the bridges over the over the lake over yeah, here. Yeah, isn't that amazing? They sat there. They they've been called the bridge to nowhere mm-hmm. for ten years or more. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere and they that. finally got the money from the state, who had to get it from the federal government to get the the road paved through there. So we now have a fine four lane road through there. And, and let me let me share something with you folks. The vultures are working that highway. <laughs> the vultures drive those cars with them Christmas tree lights and all that on it. Oh. They write in tickets right and left. Well, they got to pay for it somehow. <laughs> yeah, <isn't> it? <laughs> oh, my. So if you're traveling on 157, uh, the speed limit now is up to, I think, 65 most places. Oh. But... Uh, there are some places it may be 55. I don't know what it is on that new stretch, but I know at the two ends of that new stretch it was right. 65 because it was a four-lane. Hmm. I think in, in Alabama, if it's four-lane, it's 65 miles an hour unless it's posted otherwise. I, I You know, I, I really don't. That's one area I don't know much about, Howard. Well, now you found one. <laughs> yeah. and then, uh, well, you know there was another one of those roads or bridges to nowhere on uh, where is that up near Hackleburg? Yeah, and it's still sitting and may be sitting for another five years or so until they get some more money. Yeah, uh, the 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 difficulty I think is we're not planning well. No. I mean, that all that money that you've had out there on those bridges could have been invested. For that 10 years or yeah. so. It's been longer than that. Anyway, yeah, for that period of time, it would have more than doubled. So, Of course, the, I'm not sure, but it would have cost more than twice as much to build them. Probably would, so you're not going to win, are you? But I, Well, I don't know for certain. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting topic, though, isn't it? Yeah, it, well, the roads in and, in and of themselves... And and a little fact a lot of people may not know. The only county in Alabama with more miles of paved roads than Cullman is Jefferson. Jefferson I didn't know that, but I did know that uh, one of the the main reasons Cullman has so many paved roads is our former governor James E. Folsom? If I if you'll elect me Cullman County, I'll pave every road in this county, and I don't think he missed many. He didn't miss many at the time, and now he did a lot of that statewide. Yeah, he and that's one of the things he should be remembered for in a real positive way. Yeah, yeah, uh, and the other thing he should be remembered for is Roland Johnson singing "Y'all Come." <laughs> is that who sang that? Roland Johnson from Garden, oh, Garden, Garden City. City. Well, you know, there's a lot more roads in Coleman County that need to be widened. Yeah. You know, they're, they're Why building. Why would you possibly think that after yesterday? Well, yeah. <laughs> they're building all of these new subdivisions on two-lane roads, such as... Here's an example that just occurred to me is the golf course road. 
to have at least two fairly new uh, complexes going in there. Mm-hmm. And it's still a two-lane road. And yep. when there's an accident on the interstate, it becomes one of the heaviest trafficked roads Down to in 31, the take a left, right? That's the one. Yep. So it's... And, and, and the... Before I came here today, I went to the post office. Main Avenue, right? Yeah. Going right there in front of the post office. It took me almost five minutes for the traffic to go down enough for me to get out of the post office on the Main Avenue to come up to 31. Oh, yeah. I I avoid West Main. It's just a... It's a disaster at certain times of the day. And there again, poor planning. I mean, nobody planned for this, and when they saw it coming, they just threw out building permits, I'm assuming carte blanche. Well, they they charged for them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 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 Got to get your money. Got to have that. But, well, and then the old Hansville Highway between, like, uh, night, well, Right where the King Edward Street goes across yep. the railroad yep. tracks, yep. they're going to build a large group of... Well, two miles down the road, uh, somewhere around uh, the, uh, what is it, like Stonebridge out there, there's two or three new, new uh, subdivisions <laughs> out there. Oh, yeah, and out, and out the Welty Road, there's mm-hmm. several out there, large, fairly large ones, I'd have I, to say. I think that might be where they got the money to build that new addition to uh, Coleman Middle School. Don't don't you build schools off of taxes, property taxes? That pretty, part pretty that sure. doesn't get skimmed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got to share my story yesterday, uh, and then I'm going to morph into another conversation about roads, but... I had a meeting uh, down in Dodge City yesterday, and I had an appointment uh, about 3 o'clock that was on the north end of town, uh, just off 157. Oh, wow. So I thought, no problem. Yeah, I want a bit. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little over an hour. Uh, and, you know, we when we left Dodge City, I saw the interstate was absolutely stopped. <laughs> So, did not go that route. No, um, you took some shortcuts, didn't you? Yeah, fortunately, I know most of the back roads in this county, which I'm learning GPS also does. That That's an issue that we're running into nowadays, is if you're on the interstate and you're being redirected um, by your app on your phone, that app is smart enough now to know where the rest of the congestion is, and guess what? Went all <laughs> of the routes. Right to it. I mean... I, all right, I was going right down, I think, First Avenue to get through town because you can't get on any other. And there were people over, okay, First Avenue, right adjacent to the railroad tracks before you go over the railroad tracks. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, may, I, right. I think it's First Avenue yeah. on both sides of the railroad yeah, tracks. First yeah. Avenue yeah. Southwest. Or First Avenue so Southwest. So it would have been, yeah. been West. Yeah. Okay. Um, right, right. And you I, go by the courthouse. I was, yeah. yes, yeah. I was trying to turn on that route from... Cherokee, you know, I'd gone across, and there were people trying to follow their GPSs who had missed the turn onto 31 that were U turning (laughs) right there. And they had that blocked. It took me like, I think, five or ten minutes to actually get over on first because there were people U turning right there at the railroad tracks trying to go back to 31. Okay, that that route was okay. And I I got through that, and I decided I was going to bebop on down to uh the intersection right there by the depot and i was going to go through that intersection no you're not and come out over there by um the cvs 
Yeah, Hark, uh, Walgreens right yeah, there, right, 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 right at the I traffic light, yeah. right by Publix. And, I, buddy, I had this figured out. I was going to be bought uh-huh. right through town. Get over there. Traffic was not moving. You could not get on 31. <laughs> nope. At this time, the person whom I was supposed to be meeting with, hi, Mom, um, calls me and says, where are you at? Because <laughs> it had been an hour since I had left Dodge City, and I'm explaining, look, I'm stuck in traffic, which... You in Coleman. Nobody believes just that. Just could not believe no. that. She said, well, no, it, why don't you just cut over and take St. Joseph Drive? So what a great idea. I can't get there from here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I will get there from here. I'm going to bebop on over past the shopping center, go up through the subdivision on top of the hill, come out on the other side on St. Joseph Drive. Right. I yeah. thought I am going to make it. I'm just going to yeah. beeline right over. Uh, Wait a minute. No. This no, was bumper was to bumper, too. traffic to traffic, too. <laughs> it was 30 minutes from the time I exited that subdivision on St. Joseph Drive until I got up into Woodland Heights. 30 um, minutes. Oh, the, the, I don't think there will ever be a time when the roads in the warehouse district are all open at that, the same time. That have been useful. Well, that's true. All right, here, here's some other thoughts. Okay, how did all those people from out of town find St. Joseph? Well, it had to have been the apps. The apps had have directed these people, realized you couldn't get anywhere on 31, so it redirected them onto St. Joseph. It, it, the apps tried to balance the traffic. Now, what, what else could have balanced the traffic? I think that they should have dispatched the Coleman's finest. I think they should have sent quite a few police cruisers out and put them at intersections and started directing traffic because, you know, each one yeah, of these that traffic lights that only gives you a minute and a half to get... Do you think that helped traffic flow? What a novel idea. Birmingham used to do that at uh, 3.30 in the afternoon because yeah. I was one of them. And you, you know, if stand it, on a corner, if blow it, your little whistle. If it closed one or two routes and inconvenienced some people to enable that traffic to move smoother, so be it. Yeah, they hey, I've got a question. Anyway. Jay, you probably know the answer to this. If you are driving along and your uh, your phone tells you that, or your GPS tells you that you need to take this turn here because of traffic, is that because they are receiving signals from all the other cell phones on that road? Yes. And the speed that they're traveling at is yes. somehow, okay. That's you don't all think, automated. You, you don't think there's any lights or cameras or anything there that's measuring traffic and feeding back into it, do you? So there are two yeah. main <laughs> yeah. cellular operating systems out there. You have Google, which runs Android, and you have the iPhone, which is run by Apple. Right. So... Let's just say that it's an even split. It's not. It's probably a little bit weighted heavily on one versus the other. Yeah. But if you happen to be on the platform that owns Google, who do you think creates Google Maps? Where do you think they get all that information? It's from your phone. They can yeah, tell if your phone right. is moving and how fast your phone is moving. And which road you're on. Right. And if you don't want people to know where you have been turn for the last off. year, you better turn <laughs> your phone off yeah. or leave it on your desk. And it, it gets better than that because I guarantee you those people on the interstate, until they came up on that traffic jam, they probably did not even launch their their no. maps app. No, because they had no desire to. There was no need to. But when they you get stuck, exactly where they yeah, were going. that's when they all got you know put in use. So that, and, and another use for that, that Google app or whatever is it will tell you exactly how fast your car is going. True. Really? Yep. Turn it on, and it will show you how fast. It'll show you what the speed limit is, and show you how fast you're going. 
And I've heard that you can get a record of that. So if the state trooper differs with you on how fast you're going, you call Google and say, hey, 3.30 p.m. on this date at this location, how fast was I going? Well, they have to know. Wow. Oh, sorry. Louder. Yeah, I couldn't hear that. They have to know how fast you're going if they want to know when you're going to get where you're going. She right. doesn't remember how that's, to run the board, apparently. And that's how they, they you know tell you it's three minutes from here or six mm-hmm. minutes. It is based on your speed, but I didn't know you could actually find out your speed based on yeah, that. It, it'll show you right there in the corner of it. Okay. The, the other comment that I would make, and then I'll shut up for a few minutes, and, and we're all going to shut up for a few minutes <laughs> in about five minutes. But um, I think if you were to take a focus group of Coleman, put them all in the civic center that doesn't exist, and <laughs> another take, subject, take yeah. a poll and say, okay, what are the issues that are bothering you the most? I think roads will be the top of the list. Absolutely, and it's going to get worse. Much worse. More people, more cars. Right. And, and the average family's got two point something cars per family. Oh, my. And, yeah, and they're putting how many new houses? But didn't we say it's like 2,000 new houses in Coleman in the area? In, in the area, around 2,000 new houses. So Sometime that's roughly 4,500 so new cars. If you don't know the back roads, you better get to learning them. Yeah, but but yeah. but the caveat is, folks, they're going to have holes in them. <laughs> yeah, life's, life's tough, isn't it, Howard? <laughs> Everywhere you go, life is rough. <laughs> but just think of what we have to look forward to. All these new, new people and, you know, all of their backgrounds. And it's, it's going to be an interesting place and to live. all of that tax money. Right. And, and now the, what you're going to hear from all the politicians is we've got to have more money because there's more people. Well, the people are bringing the same amount of money to spend on taxes as the people that are already here. Oh, no, they're, they're bringing more well, because their stuff yeah. is brand new and it's just been appraised. So it will be higher than yours or mine. So the tax money ought to be flowing freely. Well, but here's the thing, and this is probably one of the arguments they would give you, is that, well, we have to put all this money out up front. So sell some bonds. And that's the answer, because either you do it, or I think they they do that in consortiums now, don't mm-hmm. they? Where they, they bundle them together to make a large enough bond issue for right. somebody to, to make I, I, killing I, off of. I would buy some municipal bonds, maybe. <laughs> depending on where the stock market was well whatever you do don't use your bank deposits to do it <laughs> they're having a little trouble well that's the the what do they call it regional banks yeah yeah, those yeah it, are, it, it it gets interesting when richard and i get together both of us with a background in economics and we're sitting there laughing at the politician can't even spell the word <laughs> <laughs> Sad. It it starts out that way and then it goes downhill from there. Yeah. So Well, a couple of announcements before we take a break. I can't cue the, the funeral wake music yet, but this will yeah. this will be the last show for this season for the elephant in the room. But the good news is I think we have all seventeen plus one episodes 
Okay, 17 episodes published. This will be 18, if I remember correctly. They are all going to be published, or most of them are already published in podcast format. So you can go look it up, Coleman's Live 95, or just search for the word Coleman. That's been the easiest way to do it. Uh, on your favorite uh, podcast provider, and you can listen to all of the shows you might have missed this season. And uh, we're working to get a lot of our other shows, uh, even past shows, up where you can listen to those, too. So you're going to have a whole summer to listen to uh, anything that you might have missed. And I'm sure by the time we uh, we reconvene, we'll have a lot more to talk about. Oh, uh, yeah, and, and you'll have a chance to listen and to uh, think about it and give us some feedback and, on those topics. And, and maybe we could do a show from the restaurant. That's true. We well, we had a real good lunch at a, at another restaurant today. That uh, <laughs> would be nice. Would yeah. be nice. Local support, great thing. Um, the show's not over yet, so you can call in two five six seven three seven nine five zero five. I noticed one or two people uh, kind of following along on Facebook. Uh, y'all are welcome to chime in too. I will give you plenty of anonymity. I made that word up, didn't I? <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a minute. Once I go find a dictionary, you're listening to the elephant in the room. Adapri's Pizza Buffet is back in the old CC's Pizza Building on Patriot Way. Adapri's Pizza Buffet is bigger and better than ever. Enjoy the all-you-can-eat buffet with pizza, pasta, wings, salad, and dessert made with the freshest ingredients available. Don't see something you like and want a custom pizza? Just ask, and they'll make one just for you. Adapri's Pizza Buffet, Patriot Way in Coleman, in the old CC's Pizza Building. Adapri's Pizza Buffet. Coleman Electric Cooperative has been providing electricity and community support to help local people and businesses grow for the last 86 years. The co-op is adding to that legacy with its new Sprout Fiber Internet, giving its members access to blazing fast gigabit internet speeds with unmatched reliability and extraordinary customer service. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet, powerful connections, brighter future. Providing Coleman with a unique blend of music. You're listening to Live 95. Coleman's Independent Radio, WRJMLP, Coleman. Are you having trouble seeing your computer screen? Are the traffic signs looking a little fuzzy? Are the things that you used to be able to see looking just a little out of focus? Dr. Wayne Fuller has been helping Coleman see better for years, and he's still located on 2nd Avenue between the Catholic Church and Highway 278. You can call his friendly staff at 256-734-1121, and they'll be happy to get you seeing better, whether it's with contacts, glasses designed just for you, or a low-cost alternative to LASIK. Again, Dr. Wayne Fuller is available at 256-734-1121. And welcome back to The Elephant in the Room. In the Room. And we are back. Yep, yep, Hmm. yep. Another one of our pet peeves. Oh, we've been over this one several (laughs) times, but it's still one of my pet peeves, and that is all of the intersection cameras. Yeah, and and do you realize that there are... The state has enacted laws which allows some particular counties, and I don't know, I haven't checked to see whether Coleman's one of them or not, but some particular counties to use it for traffic enforcement. 
red lights, speed, whatever. I don't know. How, how do you have a camera that can tell you how fast you're going? Must have something well, else it, built in it. It's got yes, yeah, a television camera, and it will probably has two spots marked on each intersection mm-hmm. a, a certain distance apart, and then it will tell you tell them how fast you're going. But why do they need that if they have the GPS information? Oh, they have to tie it to your yeah. vehicle. Okay, so they take photographs of your tag. Uh-huh. And then say, see, this person ran a red light. Uh-huh. And, yeah, and, and there was a lot of stuff about that year, several years ago. Yeah, did you have they, the right to face your accuser, and how can a traffic light be a, a complainant? <laughs> I mean, how's it, can it come down there and say, judge? There's a show on TV, a judge in uh, Rhode Island. And Rhode Island's already taxed beyond belief. Crazy little, little state. But he does a show on people that, he said, and I, I give you two seconds more than the camera does just just for whatever reason. So they got it set up where the camera gives whatever the number of seconds, let's say 10 seconds, right. to get through that red light. And at 10 seconds, it takes a picture. And you are guilty if you, any part of your car is still in depth. He said, I'll give you two seconds more. And it's just, you know, a fun show for him to make money and whatever. Well, but Sid's <clears throat> getting money, too. Oh, and, and guess who else gets money? Your insurance companies. Because and, you're getting, if you get, you know, a, a speeding ticket, running a red light. Everything you, goes up. Yeah, it goes up. Or you get canceled. Yeah. And then that throws you into the uh, forced right pool, and you can only get minimum limits, and the premiums are outrageous. Well, I'm I'm wondering if that's not part of what's expected. I don't know. It's it's a, one of the outcomes, anyway. Yeah, it expected or not, that's what happens. It, I mean, everybody's well, going to pay more. We were talking. It's well, go when you're listening to the shows, you know, over the summer. We were talking, and I don't remember which show it was, but about the the cameras and at the intersections, and how they were in the city at you know more and more intersections. Mm-hmm. But didn't you tell me that they're also starting to put them in the county now? Some of the busier roads, some of the heavily used intersections, uh, according wow. to the little thing on the internet, there's some cameras there. Well, uh, that you know not. Nothing surprises me now because, you know, if you've got just the opportunity to control your neighbor, you want to do it, especially if it brings extra money to the community. Well, yes. But, you know, I I can see some good in that. Um, I I hate to to give, but if, (laughs) if, uh, if, if you can sit there and watch traffic and it, it, backs itself up and it starts backing up somebody needs to see what's wrong with the traffic i can see that but well uh, and see that i don't think that that's not one of the purposes no it's not and it just like uh someone i know tried to get you know camera footage of an accident that their wife was in and they were told by the city no we we don't we can't release that but they could release your 
photo of your tag speeding or going through a red light or, Mm -hmm. and that, that just, that kind of bird, you know, was a burr under my saddle. Yeah, I think what they're trying to say is we don't want to open up that bag of rocks to show people that we can do all this. Well, the yeah, the less you know about it, the better it is because then you'll just do what you usually do, and that means that's a what do they call it? Revenue enhancement yeah. for the city and county. Yeah, uh, or it might be called thievery. Depending on your attitude and your yeah. <laughs> and your point of view, yeah, I would consider it more the in that second category. Yeah, if, if, yeah. if you get stopped, it's revenue enhancement. If I get stopped, it's thievery. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they did get in some serious trouble when they first started doing that because they the lights were changing and. I've forgotten if they didn't change, if they changed too fast, but they changed the the interval anyway. <laughs> yeah, and people and, were getting uh, in accidents. You know, they'd be going through an intersection, and then the light would turn from green to red, mm-hmm. with maybe a tenth or a half second or something for the yellow, and that's just not adequate. And and it, unless it's changed in the last few years, you could be given a citation for running a red light if any part of your vehicle was in the intersection when the light turned red. Hmm. Now, the interesting part of that is, let's set your vehicle by my vehicle. Mine's a lot shorter than yours. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> how do you determine... You know, should I have been going faster? Should I be able to go faster than you? Because it's going to take longer for me to get my my vehicle through that intersection than it is for well, you to get your vehicle that, through that And that gets back to the question, how long should the yellow light be mm-hmm. in order to give everybody adequate uh, time? I think it's three to five seconds. I think that's, uh, if anybody knows, two five six seven three seven nine five zero five. If you're if you're listening to us and you find out that you think that we are wrong, write us. Or, be, or be send the, it on, or, yeah, on, on uh, internet. Yeah, we love turtles because turtles always write their their brother <laughs> if they're turned over. But if a turtle gets on its back, it can't stand up by itself. It has to have That's another right. turtle to come over there and ride it. So we're going to be turtles. And if you think we're wrong, you ride us. Please. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I don't like laying on my back. <laughs> uh, it makes sleep pretty hard. Yeah. So three to five seconds where you at 30 miles an hour. It would be... Probably no, no over difficulty. over to the three seconds toward yeah. that end, and mm-hmm. you would be at the best of times for the five yeah. seconds. Yeah, because uh, my my vehicle's probably what fifty sixty percent longer than yours. I probably so that you know it needs almost twice as much time. And a semi trailer, I mean, <laughs> goodness, they're going to have to sit there and let light turns green. And, and start then off, try. yeah, they they can't. Well, what about if you're turning right on red, or no, or you're turning left and you're having to turn across traffic? You know, I was taught, and I've always thought that you had, if you were turning left, that you had the last turn. If you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. you'd be the last person going through right. the the light. 
So what happens there? You would be going through a red light. And, and the problem with it is that so much of that is objective, and a police officer can write a ticket if he wants to. You mean subjective? Subjective, yeah, subjective. <coughs> write and now, and with that, it takes all of the human part out of it. It's mm-hmm. all objective. Mm-hmm. You're guilty. You're guilty. Snap, we got you. Yep, and that's and who knows? They may raise the fines on a lot of that stuff too. You think? Well, it fits, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, somewhere the protect and serve got lost. Yeah, <laughs> I think it did. And I read a study several years ago, can't remember where, but basically what it showed was was as a result of measuring traffic and other things that one patrol car just continuously going up and down the street or the highway would slow traffic down a lot more than two cars stop somewhere clocking cars and giving tickets. But that's that. See, the the thing there is, you might have a different purpose in mind, uh-huh. not just slowing down traffic, but seeing how many tickets you can write. Yeah, and the purpose in slowing down tickets is to protect and serve, not writing tickets, but keeping the vehicles moving at a slower pace so that you won't have accidents. Well, and we heard <coughs> there was a big problem down in Jefferson County not long ago at one of these small towns, I can't remember which one it was, uh, where they were writing all sorts of tickets and and the judges, I mean, they, they had it, they had to come in with outside people and they, I'm not even sure they've gotten all of that straightened out yet. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and they used to have down in, uh, oh, what's that town? Kimberly. Yeah. Before the interstate, that was one yeah, of the that, most notorious that, speed traps. Yeah, in they the had state. in Phoenix City. <coughs> yeah, that'd be another one, wouldn't it? <laughs> and I, I don't know that we have improved what we, what they were doing, or have we gotten better at it with our radar and all of that? Back then, they were saying, "Doop, there you go, you're going too fast." And and even there, that was more subjective than the radar. Oh, yes. Which, if you think about it, uh, if it was done appropriately, you know, using all of the uh, correct information and all, mm-hmm. uh, that is a lot more objective. Right, right. So, you know, if the, the patrolman doesn't like you, or if you smart off to him, you don't get extra tickets that way. <laughs> you might get arrested, but no extra tickets. But there's there's a lot of lot to be said about learning the amendments, First Amendment, Fourth Amendment, of what you can say and can't say. Doesn't mean you won't get put in jail, but based on the Fourth Amendment, you have a right to say it, or the First Amendment, you have a right to say it or do it. You may end up in jail, but then you've got a lawsuit. Yeah. Try try winning one of those lawsuits without the $100 million lawyers. You're not. You're not going to do it. And then you set yourself up for the rest of your life every time you go down the street. 
Oh, I know him. Yeah. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's get him for something today. Yeah. I haven't gotten him since yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> We're not really picking on the police. We're not. They do a good job. They actually do. Uh, Coleman City and the county, and the county. Tend, uh, tend to do a very good job. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. So I, I really don't have any complaints. Except the cameras. Well, and, now, and that's uh, a totally different thing. And, and if they get those cameras fine-tuned, we're going to need less police officers. Yeah. Makes sense? Yeah. So, so who are you going to call? You're going to call the camera on the pole on the street corner to come help you. Well... Now, going back, if my memory serves me right, it seems that those cameras actually do have a control center. They would have to. In Coleman. So it's like, it, it, I think I thought at first, and I still think it's more like CCTV in, in Britain mm-hmm. or Europe, where if you're in public, you have no right to privacy. Yeah, and, and well... In the United States, if you're in public, you have no expectation of privacy. I can walk up with a camera and take a picture of you anywhere I want to as long as I'm on public property. You don't have to be on public property. I can take a picture of you in the store. You can be in the store shopping. You can be sitting in a restaurant as long as I am on public property. Now, see, I, I wasn't aware of that. Of course, I've never thought about doing that. So. As long as I'm on public property, there's you have no expectation of privacy well it's gotten to where you have no expectation of privacy anywhere i I have i don't i know from the time i leave my home in the mornings getting to my office on first avenue southeast and 278 that i'm probably going to go by two three four a dozen cameras yeah every time i go buy one under one whatever do you salute yeah, no, not every time, but sometimes I do salute. <laughs> but it just, I just, I don't, maybe I'm just a curmudgeon, but I just don't like that. I'm not crazy about it either. Think about it this way. We have an open border with Mexico. Anybody from any country in the world can come through there. And you can get deported four times, come back and kill five people. Right. But if you drive through town, you are not able to do that. No. You're just out. I mean, you know, they trust total strangers from another country more than they trust U.S. citizens. Yeah. Same thing with all of these uh, military surplus vehicles. Those those would be great for crowd control, mm-hmm. and on if they're needed, I'm sure that's what they'll be used for. True, and they have them, and why? Because the government, at different levels, does not trust its citizens, mm-hmm. and that is a serious problem. Mm. You know, if you go back. When I was a kid, let alone when you were a kid, you never had any question about the government. Well, it didn't mean they were always right, but 
you know, you always cooperated and did, you know, what you could, et cetera. And now you can't. It's a very tenuous situation. And, and the thing I think that bothers me is it starts it in families. And then as the family unit is formed and becomes cohesive and and follow certain principles and rules and and the golden rule right. and they go out they spread that but that cohesive nucleus is not there anymore well i when i was a kid i would you know when we went to the grocery store or wherever there'd be cars in the in the parking lot with their car, with their engine still on and the key in it yeah because yeah. nobody would touch your stuff True. True. We never locked our front door unless we went on vacation, and that was just to keep stray dogs out. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> I mean, nobody else in that neighborhood would steal from us. And the other part of it is the rest of the people in that neighborhood knew you and you knew them. That's right. And somebody walked up on your front porch, they could give the police a really good description of who it was. <laughs> yeah. And, and now I don't. Well, now, I'll have to say, since I got this puppy, I have gotten to know a lot more of my neighbors. <laughs> Walking the dog. Walk the pup, and <laughs> she is so cute and so friendly. It If she sees somebody, she's, <laughs> she pulls my arm out of the socket <laughs> to go over and say hi. She'll improve so, your heart rate and all that, too. Oh, well, yeah, she doesn't kill me. <laughs> but... You know, so I've gotten to know more of my neighbors, but you're right. How many people actually know their neighbors? I know one neighbor that's about a half mile from me and very few in my community. I live out in the country. I know I know the snakes and birds and squirrels more than I do my neighbors, but it is still it's it's kinda like, Okay, hey y'all, see you next time I go down the road. And and there's a lot of people that you know by the vehicle they drive. Yeah. But you know that's I don't know. It, it's just something miss, missing now that I miss. Yeah. I'm not sure that it's necessarily that much worse, other than you could trust the people around you. One guy said it this way. He said, "I miss the days of Mark Twain." <laughs> And, and some of the humor, some of the friendliness, some of the neighborliness, I, I miss that. Oh, yeah. we Growing up, the neighbors across the street would come over, and we would, we would make homemade ice cream. Yeah. And we'd sit out and crank it. <laughs> one of you sitting on the freezer to hold it in place, and the yeah. other one twisting it, yeah. And you start with the youngest so that they get to turn it when it's real easy. Mm-hmm. And it goes up to the strongest because they have to go last. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jay, maybe for Labor Day we could have an ice cream freezing here. Sounds good. Hmm. Just everybody out on the front lawn there. Yeah, that's that's actually a pretty nice size yeah. lawn. Yeah. Well, let, let's keep that in mind. Yeah, that and several other things. But I, I think... Small towns became big towns, and big towns became cities. 
cities, and then it fell apart. Well, and now there are, I'm sure, 8 billion people on the earth. Yeah. The other thing that happens is we we have to have, or we think we have to have so much stuff, and it takes money to buy stuff. Well, and we've talked about this before. The size, average size of new home in the United States now is over 2,800 square feet. When I was at probably 62 or so, it was 1,200, some 12 to 1,300 square feet. So it's not only more technologically advanced, yeah. yeah, but it's also just so much bigger. And do we really need that much space? Well, we probably, we probably have 5,000 square feet in our three stories. And two of us in there now. The kids are gone. There's two of us. I know. Well, and, and I, the place <laughs> I live has roughly 2,900 square feet. And it's just my wife and I. And we have mm-hmm. talked multiple times about... Sell out. And, yeah, and move into a smaller place. Yeah, Donna won't say uh, beady house, a little beady house. She said, we just let the kids have this one. We'll just move in, in a tiny, <laughs> tiny house. And- yeah, well, the, the comforting thought is, you know, when you two are gone, your kids get to go through all your stuff and figure out what to do with it. So. Mm. Yeah, it won't bother me. I'll be lying. You will not be around for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it is interesting to see how uh, different generations do with, you know, the stuff that's from their estate just That's, just a reminder to everyone listening even though we will be off the air if you have something you need to leave a note send it to facebook uh yeah will the phone lines be up jay yeah but don't know if anyone will answer them yeah, so they'll well, be up but yeah. yeah facebook works great yeah uh, and uh, we, can, we can get the messages over to y'all so. yeah we'd, we'd love to hear that uh, both of you and any listening. topics yeah right. stu- studio at live 95 coleman.com's best way to reach us yeah so. yeah oh okay well i'll try that i know the the phone number was hard enough to remember but don't have to throw an email in there too studio so. at email live 95.com studio at live 95 coleman dot com studio at live 95 oh, I'll, Coleman. Just, I'll just call you i know your phone number there you i'm go. not going to give it out though. <laughs> good idea <laughs> <laughs> it's not br549 it is not br549 okay, I'm, I'm glad to hear that <laughs> okay so what are we going to do about these cameras we're just going to let them take our picture and send us uh, uh, summons in the mail to come well, to court. I must say the organized consumer revolt where all of the citizenry went out on 157 and moved all the orange barrels at the same time, that seemed to work pretty well. So. Yeah, well, I, I think if, if anybody was to try and take the cameras down, they would be caught on video, and, you know, they would end up in jail yeah. without question. Destruction of... Uh, Public property. Yeah. But if it's the public's, do they not have a right to do with it what no. they wish? <laughs> no, it belongs to the police department and the revenue department. <laughs> and and I, I think when, when we start asking what are we going to do, the first thing we need to do is list our alternatives. There are none. What? 
We but, don't have to have a, a camera taking pictures to make sure if somebody ran a red light. We, we don't, but how are we going to prevent it? Well, how have we prevented it for the last 80 years or more? Uh, haven't been faced with it. Oh, well, maybe that explains an answer. Uh-huh. Hmm. If we taught people how to drive and then encouraged them to drive that way, uh-huh. it might not require hundreds of dollars worth of tickets and thousands of dollars worth of insurance costs. Yeah. But that's just me saying that, you know. It's and I think it's got to be two problems. We, we, we've got to do more what's right, and then we've got to rebel where we can to the fullest extent that we can without getting put in jail. I, I don't want to go to jail. I've, I've been in jail counseling people, and there's just something eerie about that steel door slamming behind you. Yeah, well, I used to to do psychological evaluations oh. in the state psychiatric <laughs> prison. Yeah, I bet that was worse. Now that that's amazing. Someday yeah. when we've got time, I'll tell you about that. That's a whew, that's an experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's yeah. <laughs> that's been a long that's, time ago. That's a whole show. <laughs> I've, I've been to North Alabama Regional too, in Lurleen v. Wallace and Woodland Hills. And wow, I've never been to those. Well, guys, I think that's about going to stick a fork in this season. Uh, we do want to thank you for your time. Uh, y'all don't, you know, get paid big bucks for doing this or anything. It'd be nice if that restaurant would feed you, but maybe yeah. maybe one day. It would. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to we'll talk, talk to them about to that. Them about yeah. that. Un- until the fall of the year. I was going to say, I'm sure the, the lunches will not stop, but the, the show <laughs> is, is now going in high years. We want to remind everybody that all of these shows are now available via podcast format, so just search for Coleman's Live 95.5, or it's actually easier to just search for Coleman, I have learned. Um, you can get the church services and the Live 95 broadcast. So there you go. Uh, but yep, uh, stay tuned for Path Changers. Gonna, gonna do the last show of the season for it as well. And, uh, then we will see. I think I heard a, a what? Kevin in the background. Uh, have news, a great summer. News to everybody. Well, have fun yeah, I have in the a, summer, Jay. I have a pool to prepare, uh, for the summer. Of course, it, it will not be warm enough to jump in it for a couple of weeks, but. That's not where till, my afternoons are going to go for a little while. Not till August. <laughs> uh, let's not go there. Be y'all be safe, and uh, we'll yes, talk sir. to y'all. Uh, well, I'm sure I'll talk to you before next season, but we'll we'll see you back in the fall. So, thank you all. Thank y'all. Thanks for listening to Coleman's Live ninety five. It's time now to check our regional news from the Alabama Radio Network, a service of Sound Mind, TMS, and Ketamine. If you suffer from depression and don't know where to turn, you can think Sound Mind, TMS, and Ketamine. With another ARN News update, I'm Jim Faraday. An election integrity bill is approved by the Alabama House. The measure prohibits third parties from assisting another person with an absentee ballot or an application. Democrats objected, claiming the bill addresses a problem that does not exist. But the Republican sponsor, Jamie Keel, noted that a city council race in Russellville was decided by an illegal ballot. The bill passed along party lines. It now heads to the Senate. It's a major change in plans for that one-time rebate to Alabama taxpayers. Governor Ivey proposed $400 for individuals, $800 for families. But the state Senate Education Committee dramatically cut that rebate. Committee Chairman Arthur Orr. 
This substitute brings the overall amount down to $275 million, which would be a little over $100 per filer. That plan approved with little discussion. It now heads to the Senate floor. Illegal charter boats, a concern along the Gulf Coast. Now the Coast Guard is swinging into action. Fifteen unlicensed operations have been shut down since March. Licensed charter captain John Leslie, owner and operator of Getaway Charters in Orange Beach, tells WPMI illegal charters hurt the industry and can be dangerous. Typically, they might have a bad experience. Either the captain was not in the best mood, they didn't catch as much fish as they were hoping to, or there's a, a lack of communication. And expectations might not have been met. Uh, sometimes the captains will take customers out and whether they shouldn't. So overall, first experience will be a bad experience, and therefore those people will never come back and charter fish again. Officials with the Coast Guard recommend asking for the captain's license.